been a long road with that, starting from way back. When I started in the industry, it didn't go well and got into drugs and alcohol abuse for some years. Welcome back to the morning news. Welcome back to the morning news. Thank you for listening and sharing. Today we have such an interesting episode for you. Our guest today is an award-winning and multi-platinum selling DJ, Moby Dixon. How are you doing, brother? Super, super yourself. I'm doing well. Thank you so much for joining. It really means so much to us. Awesome, my pleasure. Congratulations on releasing your eighth studio album, When House Was House. Yes. I think it's a really different sound from your last album. Yeah, a lot went into this project in a shorter space of time than I usually work because I normally like take a year a year and a half to do an album but this time around I was in studio for about seven eight months and came out with about 40 songs and I chose 14 for the album how hard is it to choose those 14 songs what's the process of choosing the songs (laughs) it was mostly songs that spoke to the concept which is when house was house so it had to be songs that reflect that you know so what I was basically trying to do with the album is showcase you know the different textures of the different sounds the different influences of house music over the past few decades so you have songs that are more on the soulful jazzy kind of vibe and it builds up you know to stuff that's more aggressive more percussive more afro and it gets more techy there's all these different textures of house music over the past decade reminding people of a time where it was only house music that mattered and the title yeah. is very deep the title of the album which is when house was house do you think the state of house music has changed drastically over the last two decades yeah we went from consuming house music from you know different parts of the world to us producing our own house music and to us becoming the leading house nation in the world i feel like people started turning their back and forgetting all these sub genres that have come you know like from your quieto uh, right up to i'm a piano today are all born from house music it was kind of a statement to remind people let's pay respect to house let's appreciate house music again that's very interesting and i really appreciate how all of your albums have been housed and you still want to keep the integrity of the genre from what i understand i think on your last album that we spoke about briefly the chapel there was an issue about a robbery happening which led to you losing some of your songs yes may you explain Mm -hmm. how everything happened because it's so fascinating yeah i mean as i was working towards that album i had my bags in the car and my wife was actually driving the car and was involved in a smash and grab incident where they took her bags, they took her phone and everything. So I lost some work there and I kind of had to quickly put together an album to meet my deadline. So I wasn't really 100% happy with the album. And over and above that, I just wasn't in a good space. Coming from lockdown, having had my whole business, my whole operation come to a standstill. So it was a really frustrating time. As a result, I also had a creative block. So we put out the album, but my heart wasn't really in it. I mean, even though I mean, the project did well, we had two very big songs, Kobanini with Nomkaebo, which went on to be my most viewed music videos, you know, sort of over five million views. And Kamaku, which is also very spiritual song i love how you say that so humbly (laughs) and i just has five million views that's so good (laughs) during the event of the smash and grab were you ever nervous about it turning into something more than it was it wasn't targeted or anything it was just a random incident i wanted to find that in the same spot there's been other incidents 
So it was just a traumatic incident and for my wife, obviously, and for me having to lose that work. With losing the work, how hard was it starting over and now finding new inspiration? It wasn't too hard. Some of the stuff I had backups. Even though, you know, you'd back up something three months ago, then you've worked on it. And so I had to go back to like when I started <laughs> yeah. the project. So at least I had something to work on. I have what I call a deep freezer where I do stuff and I keep it there. I put it aside for whenever I may need it. So I had vocal elements or, you know, instrumentals and stuff that I could jump to and quickly put together something. I also had a strong team, you know, of uh, young producers. I was grooming. I got to work with them as well. The gents, let's quickly put together the chapel and meet our deadline. And even if you hadn't worked on them recently, I think it's still good because you have the skeleton of the whole element. Yes. We spoke about the rough patch that you had, finding it hard, your creative process. Something you've been very vocal about is your fight with depression. May you take us through a bit of that? Yeah, it's been a long road with that, starting from way back when I started in the industry. It didn't go well and got into drugs and alcohol abuse or some Yes, you know, uh, until I got back on my feet and I got my big break, you know, at City Rains and Tribals. I kind of recollected my life. Everything was going fine until we had an incident where one of my artists committed suicide. That really threw me off, put me back into a depression. So by the time lockdown came, I was already not in a good space and that just made things worse. I had to find myself musically again. So as soon as I was able to get over the creative block and start creating again, like the past eight months since about March, that's when things started turning around and I was able to basically save myself from it. I really commend you about being able to get yourself out of that dark place. There are a lot of people who currently face depression and who are going through it. What helped you really get out of that drug abuse environment? More than anything, it was the health scare. It got so bad that doctors were like, you know what, if you carry on like this, you're going to die. It was that fear of my health and I just had to go cold turkey and get clean. I really commend you for that. The music industry, as we all know, is a very opinionated industry. How hard is it being a DJ in this industry? Do comments or nasty remarks ever get to you? Yo, man, I think being an entertainer as a whole in South Africa, it's hard to break in to make it and it's even harder to sustain. You have to really, really, really be grounded and have a really solid work ethic. As for comments and remarks, you know, I've never been susceptible to such, you know, until recently, until I had this incident with my artist and there were all sorts of things being said. It got to me, I must say, because it's something that I was never vulnerable to because I've always just had a smooth journey. It's always been about my work. People have never had anything to say. So it really got to me when now all of a sudden you're getting all sorts of negative things being said left, right and center. But I must say, it really made me stronger. Reflecting back now, I'm much stronger. And I feel like if ever anything similar to happen, I can handle it better and not let it throw me down and get into a depression. With every action that we do, we always have two choices, which is to let it keep us down and to let it make you stronger. Yes. And for you, you obviously went through what you had to go through. Now it's made you stronger. You recently released this project, When House Was House. And what's the difference between this project and the chapel? There's way more attention to detail in the production. There's way more into it, man. I poured my soul into this project. It's my best work in my career. I think it is definitely the best work of my career. And obviously, like I was saying earlier, the highlight or the showcasing of the different textures of the sound of house music over the years. 
I hope everyone listening to this gets a chance to listen to this new piece of work. It's very different from the chapel. On the topic of releasing albums and music labels, you started your own music label, which is Top Chap Media. May you take us through that? How is that going? We started Top Chap Media in 2018. That's where we took on our first artists. In fact, the movement started in 2017, but we officially opened the company in 2018, which was a company that was a record label and also a media house, video production, events, and so forth. So, you know, the movement was growing strong. I mean, we did a lot of work. You'll see a lot of our videos rotating on Channel O. However, the movement was really affected when our leading artists passed away under the controversial circumstances and then you know lockdown hit us right after that i got to a place this year where i was like okay i'm ready to come out again you know with this new project i decided i want to start fresh i want to rebrand so i started a new company now it's called citrus music also i was coming out of another relationship with sony which has been ongoing for five or six years and basically taking back my independence and pushing my own thing. So yeah, Top Chat Media is, is kind of a thing of the past. Now all about Citrus Music and When House Was House is the first official project from Citrus Music. With your labels, how do you scout for talent? Some, somehow it, it always comes to me. Eh? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't really like actively go scout somewhere somehow i always cross paths or connect with people at the right time and you know beautiful things uh, come out of that you know if you look from all my projects you know the, the up-and-coming artists i've worked with even the established artists i've worked with all of those were organic it was not something that was chased or forced it's just organic relationships which have been formed and connections with the music. So I get demos all the time from these youngsters. It's fate or luck or whatever. So there's no particular scouting formula. With that, who are some of your favorite artists in South Africa? Tandu Swamazoi, Zonke, Black Coffee. Some of the youngsters, man, are doing great right now. Feeling vocalistic. Yeah, who else? Those are some big names. And I really think House is really going to continue going on its rise yeah. with more artists picking it up and to go back on the top chap media label after the passing of the artist in the label was that ultimately the reason why the label had to stop and how did that controversial event affect sales of other artists in the label yeah, it was really unfortunate, the timing of everything, because this was our leading artist of a new label. Everything was kind of centered around her breaking through and paving the way for the rest of the artists. I mean, we pushed, we pushed for a good year after that. It was just a dark cloud yeah, over the whole movement. Yeah, I mean, it was a tough decision to say, okay, let's just start all over. There was just a really unfortunate event that happened. Your way of soldiering through everything and rebranding and rebuilding is just really good and really shows the spirit of perseverance that you have that's obviously helped you get to where you are now do you have any upcoming projects any news that you'd like to tell your fans firstly i'd like to say thank you so much for all the support over the years enjoy this one this is the best it's the best <laughs> uh, i have to offer <laughs> but there's more to come 2022, we're celebrating 15 years of Moby Dixon. So I've got 
a lot of stuff planned for next year another album as well so yeah man it's gonna be crazy we can't wait to see the next work that you're going to bring out what's been the highlight of your career it's a tricky one because obviously there's those big moments and you get that award but there's minor ones on a day-to-day on a week-to-week which are special to me like for example you go to a show play a song and people are just overjoyed they're singing back they appreciate they connect they like this is the guy that gave us this piece of work and he's here now and the energy the atmosphere you know those moments for me are, are special as well you know that's where you just get to connect with the people unlike when you're just standing on the stage taking an award that's yeah. very interesting and i remember we spoke to another artist and was saying that's the highlight of being an artist when you see the fans the people who you make the music for singing mm. along and enjoying your work yes yes you've done so much for house music and we can't wait to continue seeing you grow and continue to develop into the mogul that you are. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. As we get to rounding off on the podcast, we have a signature question, which is what does happiness mean to you? So today, Mr. Moby Dixon, what does happiness mean to you? Happiness is that I can be appreciated by the world for my craft and all the efforts that I put in that acknowledgement, whether they go to your show pay for a ticket, whether they buy your album, whether they buy your t-shirt, that's all happiness to me because it means that my purpose of being a producer and being a musician is being fulfilled. That's very interesting and that's such a lovely definition and your perspective on it about seeing people enjoying your craft, people supporting your craft. I think that's really good. And with that, I would just like to say thank you so much, sir, for joining us on The Morning News today. It means so much to us and we wish you the best in all your endeavors. Thank you so much.